Good morning. Welcome to the Coach's Cup. Coach Judith Fender here to welcome our very special guest. I want to delay on on giving her name out. She is someone who has been in the industry of coaching since 2017. She has helped coach thousands of women to their weight loss goals and personal goals. She is someone on a a more personal level, someone I have been able to admire from afar. And now I'm so fortunate to call her, well, a, a co-worker. That doesn't yeah, even sound colleague. right. I say friend, colleague, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> well, and a friend too, for sure. <laughs> a friend too, that's right. And that is so true. So I am so pleased to introduce you guys, Coach Betsy Kimbrell. Betsy has been with the No BS Weight Loss Program since 2017. And we are, we are today, we're going to be talking about decisions. So Betsy, I am just going to roll it right over to you. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Judith. I have to show you all. I'm repping my Razorbacks this morning (laughs) because we beat LSU last night, y'all. We got the boot back. So we hadn't won since 2006, 2006, I think. No, not, no, 2000. We haven't won in six years. We haven't beat LSU in six years. So I am just like cloud nine this morning. It's a big deal. Did you know that Kentucky and Tennessee has a beer barrel that they trade back and forth? See, I'm a non-fan, so y'all have to even, I'm like, what? We're both SEC girls. You're an ACC country, and and we still love you, but it's just not the same thing. We do have the ram, right? Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Yeah, that's right. Yes, the boot I have, well, I have to, you know, I have to educate the the peoples here, but the boot is, you know, Arkansas and Louisiana kind of makes a big boot shape. And so it is a, apparently a 24 karat gold trophy Oh and we pass it back and forth, but LSU has kept it for quite a while now. So it's, it's a pretty big deal that we've got it back for, for a little while. So we're going with it. So anyway, you had me at 24 karat gold. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think our beer barrel is that fancy. I don't know, but I'm just guessing. (laughs) So, well, thank y'all so much for, for having me on the podcast. This is, this is something that I just love to do and I made it happen. I contacted Judith and, and I just really wanted to, to talk about uh, decision-making today, because I just think it's, it's so, so important. Mm-hmm. And I, I've just been thinking about it all morning and it's like really decisions make our life, right? Decisions create our life. And I mean, if we think about our lives, it's just been a series of decisions. Mm-hmm. And so I just think it's a great topic to talk about on the yeah, podcast. Even when people don't make decisions, They make a decision. That's right. (laughs) They think that their life is just happening to them. And I think that's one of the fun things with coaching is when they see, oh, I've been making decisions all along. Right. And they take responsibility, right? They take ownership. And if we can keep them out of the shame or the, you know, and the judgment of that and just into this awareness of, oh, I have been making a decision every day, or I made a decision a long time ago, Mm -hmm. and it just gives them their power back, right? It just reminds them that they did make a decision, maybe a decision to not make a decision, but it was still a decision. And it just reminds them that, you know, that they do have the power to, to do something different and to, you know, to make whatever decision they want. So, yeah. So, um, so today I, I just kind of made a few notes and like talked about kind of some ah ahas about decision-making that I've, 
that I discovered through getting certified with the life coach school and um, just coaching my clients. And I, I mean, I think you're right, Judith. I probably have coached thousands of people at this point, maybe not one-on-one, but you know, we've oh. got a big, big membership in OBS. So that's exactly what I was thinking about yes. when I was writing that. I was like, you know what? It is safe to say yeah. thousands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I mean, I always say, I always say that I like, you know, I get to live this privilege every day. I was talking to Judith about that earlier and it's just, it's such a privilege and an honor and and, oh my gosh, I just love it. And I love my clients so much. And I know y'all, y'all do too. So oh, just so empowering great. women is well, empowering people in general, but yeah. I, I would say we affect more women's lives than, than men, but that is always such a privilege. But there's just that, there's that trickle down effect, right? Yes. When we're, when we're helping the women directly, it helps their husbands, help their kids, help their, <laughs> you know, their families. So it's just like, it's almost just too much to to think about sometimes because yeah. it's so, so amazing. So and it's those um, ahas, like you were saying, it's those ahas we have with our clients. And so I love that you with your decision-making is the ahas. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So I just, again, I kind of got some of these ahas and then as I worked with my clients, but um, the first one I've got, and we kind of talked about this already is that there are no wrong decisions, right? I mean, it's just, that's what keeps so many of us stuck in making a decision. Oh, I forgot. I, I was going to do this at the very beginning. I, I want all of us and all of the, um, all, everybody listening to really think about, is there a decision that you, that needs to be made right now for you in your life? Um, because I think that will be great to kind of set up the, the discussion oh, yeah. in terms of, just thinking about, um, I have one and I'd love for y'all to share if, if you, if you can think of one, but that is just an amazing decision right there or amazing, uh, kind of journal prompt right there is just, yeah. are there some decisions I need to make? I do that in my journaling. Sometimes I give that as homework to my clients. Sometimes it's just because a lot of times it's so, it's just spinning around. So did y'all come up with anything? Off the top of my head, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure, but, I'm, yeah. but let, I might be let one me of those think on it. ones. <laughs> let me journal on that. <laughs> but seriously, this this episode will drop about the first of December. So you know, we just we've I think last week's episode that we did was the one talking about trying to get people to make their resolutions now, make their their choices now. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is a great time because people are thinking about big decisions, how they want to live the next year, how they want to live through the holidays in December. So, uh, well, and that's interesting that you, that you kind of talk about like big decisions, right? Because mm-hmm. that's kind of a thought in itself, right? That's a, <laughs> in terms of what if all decisions, because my example, y'all is not one of these quote unquote, big decisions. This is a, something that I just go around and around about so often is when I order something, usually clothes, when I order something and then it comes in, I try it on and I'm just not sure if I want to keep it or not. And y'all the time that I spend I mean, like I go into my bedroom, like, oh, I need to decide about that. Now I probably need to try it all on again and kind of try it on with this shirt and see if it really works and all this kind of stuff. Well, then I, you know, exit the bedroom and then I, you know, don't think about it for a little while. And then I come back, you know, a couple of days later or whatever it is. And the time, the mental energy I'm spending on just a, you know, a quote unquote, small decision like that, mm-hmm. not to mention the, you know, the bigger decisions that we make. And so it's just this whole thing of, 
when we think that there is a right decision, when we have that thought error, the amount of time that we waste, you know, that we spend just mm-hmm. going around and around because we're looking for this right decision where, um, and then, I mean, what we're really doing though, is making a decision to not make a decision, making a decision to waste time. Yeah. And so it's just like the, the whole thing is, and this is what I work with my clients on and myself is like, you can have your own back no matter what. Right. And, and Jody Moore taught me, I listened to a, a podcast of, of hers recently about abundant decision-making. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if either way, either or any choice could be amazing, right? Mm-hmm. We don't usually ask ourselves that when we, um, because like with my clothes, for example, what if either choice could be amazing? What if I keep it and it's amazing, but what if I return it and I find something else that I love, you know, that I love even more, but yeah. we don't offer ourselves that that option a lot of times or that, that way to think about it. It's such a great question. I mean, my mind literally just, just kind of floated when you said that question, like what if either way was, was amazing and holding that space for the consideration that, that I, there is no wrong decision. Thank you, Betsy. (laughs) It's really not freeing. I don't know what is. Yeah. Because a lot of times people spin in regret. You know, they think back, oh, I wish, I wish I should have done, you know, all of those things and the regrets that they have. And what if it was absolutely the right decision? What if you could just let go of all of that and (laughs) say, I made the right decision where I am right now is where I'm supposed to be. And I wouldn't be there if I hadn't, you know, done that, whatever that thing is. And I know that's so much of what we work with our clients on, right? About just making that peace with the past and all of the decisions that we made and that we can, it can be as simple as rewriting your past in terms of, I did the best we could, I could in the moment Mm -hmm. and it brought me to where I am today. Yeah. Some of the most simple thoughts are the most freeing and the most life-changing. So right there with you. So there are no wrong decisions. So number two, aha, this is, this is one I love is when we make decisions, when we actually open ourselves up to just doing something different and making some decisions, we get this amazing opportunity to remind ourselves of why we made them. And that's such an amazing tool with decision-making is this why piece in terms of, oh, okay, like, I'm going to make this decision and why we don't always have to have a why, but when we make a decision, our pesky brain, right? This brain that we love so much and that serves us in so many ways <laughs> is going to remind us every once in a while. Are you sure you made the right decision? Mm-hmm. Betsy, are you sure? Like, what about this? I mean, we had this, are you sure you, you know, you wanted to return those pants? Are you sure all this kind of stuff? And that gives us this opportunity to say, yes, I actually did want to return those pants because they just weren't y'all. I've just made the decision. I'm returning the pants. <laughs> because they, weren't, they weren't, you know, the, they weren't exactly what I wanted. Right. And so when, again, just, you know, be all in for your brain wanting to kind of reconsider or just check in and say, is this the right decision? And it's like, I'm so glad you asked. Yes, it is because the, you know, the, the pants, the pants around the bottom were a little, you know, 
weren't as skinny as I wanted. And I mean, and that's, that's, that's the truth. <laughs> so, so it's just like, okay, great reminder. Now I can move on. And, and I just get that reminder of, I do love my decision. Mm-hmm. So that's just another benefit. So it's not but that I- you spend time spinning in that and going through all of the back and forth again. It's just, this is the why and yes. move on. Yes. And I talk about like, you know, a good example of a decision is, you know, I decided to to do this and then add because after that, after every single decision that you make so that you can kind of put your brain to work on coming up with your whys, right? And, And so that when, again, when your brain wants to reconsider, you can remind yourself of your whys. So I think any decision can have because, you know, at the end. I love this so much because as someone with an anxious brain, I get caught up in the decision-making process and it becomes, you know, I get overloaded with the decisions and I will, I will keep them with me and make no decisions. I might be the kind of the classic overload. Um, but I love that attaching the why to that Betsy. I think that's, Mm -hmm. that's super, um, clarifying for an anxious brain. I, I actually had kind of a visualization as you were talking, Judith, where it's like, you know, those of us who, you know, who, who are indecisive, it's like, we think that it's this, these unmade decisions are somehow like this kind of warm blanket that we hold on to like, well, I'm just kind of waiting, you know, to, to make the right decision. But then I think about like a squirmy baby, you know, that you're holding, <laughs> right. It's like all decisions. Okay. I, this just popped in my, my head, but it's like all decisions are wanting to be made, right. All decisions are, are, you know, are squirming around to be decided on. And so if you can kind of think about it, like a squirmy baby who wants to, you know, get down and play on the floor or whatever, it's like, oh, okay. I think this is, this is kind of an urge coming up to, to make a decision and mm-hmm. it just love my reasons. And that even falls with the anxious brain too. Like it will want to go down and pursue more information. Like <laughs> I want to analyze and, and process, like I need more information to make this decision and I could go forever. So that even controlling that urge yes. to want to over overindulge in information when in fact I've, I'm, I probably have made my decision in the moment, but I will tell myself, oh, I need to research more. Yeah. Well, that's something that Brooke Castillo <laughs> taught me in, in her amazing, one of her amazing podcasts called being decisive. I, I actually re-listened to it this morning. It's probably one of the, one of my best ofs for sure with the life coach school podcast, because she taught me that a decision is a thought that we decide to think and we make it in a moment, whether it is a, you know, to buy a house or to change our career or whether to return these pants. It is always a decision that we make in the moment. We don't take time to make decisions, right? We take time to think a lot and, and circle around a lot and, yeah. and all of that. But whenever we make a decision, it is a moment is just takes a moment. Yeah. And that was just a big game changer for me when I learned that. Well, that kind of takes us, Judith was Googling this morning, the, the definition Mm-hmm. of decision. So literally, you know, the Latin, the Latin meaning is to cut off, to cut off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have since closed the Google on that, Sonia. <laughs> well, but that's all, I mean, that's all you need to know, right? Yeah. Stop circling, stop spinning, stop overthinking and just make that decision, cut it off. And we also talked about like kind of this ball and chain, right? I, 
I work a lot with my clients on kind of that visualization of, you know, you're carrying around these, these, you know, this ball and chain of whatever it is. And a lot of times it's un, unmade decisions and right. yeah, like cutting off that, you know, break the shackles, you know, cutting off the, the chain can be just this amazing gift to you, right. To yourself and to, you know, to just, to be free, to be free of something. So like that elimination of decision fatigue is what I hear like in another language, like care that shackle, that ball and chain is decision fatigue, which is just, you know, the need to analyze and paralyze yourself with, with the mental process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's so much of what we teach in no BS about making decisions ahead of time, right. Mm -hmm. With our food and with, you know, how we want to think about ourselves every day. And so we've been able to teach so many women about the power of, you know, reducing that decision fatigue and just giving themselves the gift of, you know, of certainty. And actually that leads me to the the third aha is, um, is decision-making is the antidote to uncertainty, to indecision, to confusion, to decision fatigue, right? It's, I mean, our brain craves certainty. We know that, right? Yep. As just, you know, scientifically. And so this is how we can give our brain more certainty, And, but we know that if it's, this is new to us, that we, you know, we're going to have, still have some doubt, right? We're going to still, it's going to feel hard at first, but it really helps us build trust in ourselves. And this whole why, when we really have this really clear why that we love, we can just really develop this relationship with ourselves of like, okay, I can trust any decision I make. I can have my back no matter what happens. And I can just believe work on believing that it was the best decision for me in the moment. And I will just always be able to, to be okay and have my own back. We, we talk a lot and I was listening to a coaching call that you did, I think a couple of Sundays ago, I was Mm -hmm. listening to that last night uh, as I was driving and, you know, it builds your muscle when you make a decision, even though it's uncomfortable at first, I think we've all had coaching clients where, you know, we have to pull them into making that decision, but as they get used to doing that and cutting through all of the swirling overwhelm in their brains, emotion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like building that muscle. Yeah. And so it gets easier. It's not that the decision-making necessarily gets easier, but the, but doing that, cutting it off and saying, I'm making a decision now gets easier as they build that muscle. Yes. And I'd love to use that, you know, that kind of metaphor or, um, you know, about building it because I mean, you know, when you're building muscle, it hurts sometimes. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you keep going, it gets, you know, it gets easier. And I think on that coaching call, I talked about this quote that had popped up in my phone about it, It doesn't get, it doesn't, well, I just said it gets easier, but it doesn't get easier. You get stronger. Right. right? Yes. That was it. I couldn't think of that either. Yes. Yeah. And so it's just like, you know, what if decision-making was always going to, was always going to kind of feel hard in the moment. Let's just kind of, you know, be okay with that, but let's, you know, still build that muscle. Right. Cause even as we build muscle, I work a lot out with the work out a lot with weights and stuff. I mean, it's, I'm not looking for the pain to go away anytime soon. Right. And that's because I, you know, I want to keep building, but it's worth it, right? It's worth it. And we get stronger and the more evidence we build about like, you know, the, Mm -hmm. the power of this decision-making it, 
it, um, we can just keep going with it. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's great to, to not expect it to, to not feel hard, you know, at least some of the time. Yeah. But I tell y'all, I love, um, when I work with my clients and we talk about kind of a decision and then we're like, I'm like, okay, so let's do it. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> and they, you know, the, and they're asking like, big. Yeah. yeah so I was going to say like, I mean, I just love it's, you know, the faces I have seen on my clients, you know, uh-huh. through the years, right. Um, and, but I think it's because, you know, they've just not gotten to that place. Right. And we just kind of him and haul and we think about it and we talk about it and we ask this person, but there just comes a time where we gotta, we gotta take some action. And the first right. action is making the decision. And then we can get into action, implementing that decision. That was another thing that Brooke talked about in that podcast was, you know, making decisions gets us into action sooner. Mm -hmm. And we know that action is what ultimately creates our results. Yeah. It clears the path. Decision-making clears the path for momentum right there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's, always running underneath when we, when we haven't made it. It's just, you know, burning that energy very slowly. It's like leaving an app on your phone that runs the battery down. Yes. You know, it's out there. It's, it's just kind of this, you know, it's this ball and chain or it's just it's this kind of thing that's weighing us down. So have y'all thought of any um, decisions uh, if we've been talking? <laughs> I'm going to get something out of you. I actually, I had thought of one and now I've forgotten what it was. <laughs> I love the fact that it doesn't have to be a big decision. I think that, that, that is, um, that is something that I'll tell you one. Okay. I'll tell you one. So one thing I had been thinking about is, um, getting up earlier and I'm always on that train that I need to get up earlier, but I have recently made the decision that, you know, at this, at this point in my life, that does not make good sense for my schedule. My schedule will change come May when I retire and I may revisit it then, but I've been letting that, like it's one of those shoulds. Well, I should be getting up earlier. I should be doing more in the morning than I do. But right now, while I have an eight-year-old, I have to get ready for school and I have (laughs) a two-hour drive to, to my own school, it's, it just doesn't make sense for me. I need my rest more. So that's a decision that I have made very recently. And I've just decided to let myself have a break, you know, not beat myself up about thinking I should get up earlier. Yeah. And that's like, I mean, that it's so important, that language, right? That those words that you use, like I need to, I should. Yes. And that's not a decision, right? Mm -hmm. That's not decision-making language. Like, you know, you know, examples of decision, you know, I will, I am, you know, this is what I'm doing because, you know, and adding that because with all of your whys, but it's that, that those words that should and need to, and have to yes. are, are not, you know, decisive. It's not decisive kind of language. Right. Right. So we, we got to watch for that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And it just sounds to me like you love your reasons, right? Mm-hmm. But then I also love that you, you kind of have a, another thing I, I work with my clients on a lot is like setting deadlines. Like so often when we make decisions, our brain is, I mean, a lot of times we, when we spin, our brain is thinking erroneously that like it's set in stone for life. Right. right? (laughs) And no, like for you, it's a great example of like, this is what I'm choosing to do. 
right now until this date. And then I will reassess. This is my reassessment time at this date. And so it kind of calms your brain down where it's like, oh, okay. Cause I mean, your brain, your brain's still gonna just offer up like, are you sure we don't want to, you know, tweak this AM routine, you know, Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. when, you know, before we retire and it's like no brain, like we're going to reassess on, you know, June 30th. So just, you know, put that on your calendar, (laughs) you know, but again, brain's going to forget and probably remind you again, but it's like, nope, June 30th. Okay. Moving on. So that just really gives your brain like a hard and fast rule too. Um, So it can kind of minimize some of that, some of that chatter. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Judith, it's all on you. Uh, You know, my (laughs) here lately, it's just me and my husband and, and, and often more often than not, it's just me. So my big decisions are, am I cooking or where am I going to go out to eat? It sounds so silly, but we will spend just literally, it sounds like a relationship issue or whatever, but we cannot decide on what's for dinner. So for me right now in this moment, knowing that it's going to be, it's going to be my decision. What's for dinner. And I'm not sure I, I, I honestly can't decide in this moment. <laughs> there's so many, there's so many places to go. Make a decision right now, Judith. And here's, like, here's actually another little hack that I okay. read about in the New York times. Cause I am fancy and read the New York times. I actually just got like a free, you know, um, 30 day trials. <laughs> I love the New York times. I mean, I do love it though, but, and I mean, and, and I just love just Googling, you know, like decision-making in the New York times and seeing what articles came up and that's what happened. And what they suggest is just, you know, ask for, if I had to decide in 30 seconds, right. And someone was going to give me $10,000, oh, right. Mm-hmm. To make, to make a decision. What would I do? If you had to decide right now, Judith, what would you, where would, what would y'all do for oh, dinner? It would, it would be my default, right? It would be the Mexican restaurant, the place we always go on Sundays. Okay. Then my brain wants to entertain, you know, the idea of like, oh, we should go somewhere different. There's only like 350 different restaurants here in Asheville. Like they're all amazing. And people will say, oh, you live in Asheville. We ate at this little restaurant or we ate here, you know, and, and my husband and I both were like, we have never heard of these places because we go to the same places one after another. But I think I should be trying out different places, but it's, but probably- isn't that interesting, right? It's like, that's a should that comes up, mm-hmm. but it's like, yep. Oh yeah. I, I mean, it sounds to me like y'all have your place that you go on Sundays. I don't think you hate it or you, you know, you I don't hate going. it. And it's just like, it's your place on Sunday, but it's just our brain kind of wanting to like, well, let's, you know, let's just kind of get creative today. Let's occupy all this brain space with no, like Mexican. That's what we're doing, brain. Okay. So I have a funny story about dinner and husbands because I don't know. It sounds like this is a common problem. I know my <laughs> husband and I, like the daily question is what's for dinner. But we, for a while, it got to be a little contentious, you know? And so <laughs> we had an attorney that works with my husband. He would make the decision for us. Like if oh. neither of us had a decision, we'd be like, okay. And and my husband would ask him, what sounds good for dinner? And he would say it. And that's what, that's what we would do. <laughs> So isn't that so we brought in a right? third party? Yes, like that, <laughs> that, you know, that we it's but it's all comes back to this whole thing of like, we, you know, we're not, we're not fully kind of trusting in ourselves, right? Yeah. To just like, it's like, it, you know, we would take a decision from a, you know, from this third party kind of, you know, person who who's not even know. eating with us. 
Right. Right. And that probably doesn't know, you know, everything that you like or whatever, but it's, I mean, that's a, you know, that's a step, right. In terms of making progress and decision-making it's just like, okay, ask somebody else and and do what they say. I mean, Corinne, uh, Corinne taught me, I mean, they flip a coin, like they flipped a coin on she and Chris on buying a house. I mean, just flipped a coin. Like it can be that easy. You can consult a third party right person or a coin if you want to yeah the the magic eight ball (laughs) (laughs) I need one of those that's what it is okay there's nothing wrong with with that at all right because you're still making a decision yes and that's progress beyond just you know um circling around with you know circling the wagons (laughs) you're gonna blow my husband's mind when I tell him that I know where we're going for dinner (laughs) we're going to Mexican And I think a lot of it goes back again to what we're making it mean, right? We are making it mean more than it actually is. Well, yeah. And when you talk about a house, making a decision about buying a house with the flip of a coin, to me, that really puts things in perspective. Like there are no wrong answers. Right, right. We think something, a decision like that is just life changing and you know, it it could go either. It will be fine either way. If you can have that kind of trust in yourself, then that's where that's real peace of mind. Right. And that's exactly what I hear too, is like, that Mm -hmm. is not an emotional decision, right? That is just a decision. Yeah. And so much of my decision-making process is emotional. And so, because I could not entertain that idea of buying a house on a quarter. (laughs) No. <laughs> you know, what if either way could be amazing, right? Oh, I don't know. It could be amazing. And then, you know, of course our brain is going to go to the worst case scenario, right? Like we, mm-hmm. you know, in this wrong whole wrong decision place, but then what is the best case scenario? Yeah. Right. We don't usually don't entertain that possibility. And then all of the other possibilities in between worst case and best case. And so, yeah, like let's, that's, that's this whole abundant thinking. If either decision could be amazing or even just like, what is something, you know, again, you know, best case that could happen. And that just opens up your brain to like, oh, maybe this whole decision-making isn't as big of a deal as, as I make it out to be. But ultimately it's about whatever happens that, you know, what we're really afraid of is that we're going to beat ourselves up. We're going to feel so much shame. We're going to, you know, hate ourselves because we think we made the wrong decision. But if we remind ourselves that we never have to think that, right, that we can always have our own back, then that's, that's when the whole world opens up to us. That's so good, Betsy. I'm just, I love it. I'm really appreciating this on a personal level because it's like, it's like, I'm listening to you on a coaching call and I'm just like taking it all in. So thank you so much. I, 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 that is right. Right. This isn't really much different than a coaching call. I was, no. I was, I was nervous this morning and it's just like, we're just going to have a conversation. You know, we're just going to talk about stuff. Yeah. I talk on yeah. coaching calls. I talk in one-on-one calls all the time. So um, yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's okay. really, I have to say on a personal level, it is really nice to hear you speak and not, uh, I don't know, I, what do I want to say? Like just hearing you in conversation has just been so nice. So again, just, just another level of where we're going on this journey. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're on a rocket ship, you know, and we're just holding on <laughs> <laughs> Right. For, for dear life. That's what I like to say in no BS is that we're just, 
we're, you know, we're along for the ride and we are, we are up for anything. So it's, it's super exciting. So when, when me and my husband have trouble with dinner decisions, I'm going to text either <laughs> one of y'all just so you know. <laughs> we're just going to tell you where to go. Where do y'all want to eat Nashville? We'll go check it out because yeah. y'all probably know more than we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else we want to bring up? Actually, another example is I'm packing for my, uh, to go to my parents' house for a couple of days. Packing is another just series of decisions, right? Yeah. <laughs> Judith, I think I know. almost yeah. choked on her, on her water. <laughs> but also home clutter and things like that, right? Clutter is just decisions that haven't been made, right? It's just like when you really open yourself up, so much in your life is either a, a made decision or an unmade decision then it just can, can lead you to, to really make some decisions and, you know, simplify the whole process. I have to say, this is something that's going on currently in our life. You know, my mother passed away this year. So there has been this process of watching her husband go through the process of the paperwork. And it has caused me to look at the process of the decisions that I can make ahead of time right now for Mm -hmm. my family in considering little odds and ends and junky things that we need to be getting right. Do I want my, my adult children dealing with this when I can deal with this yes. right now? Yes. It's really just cross my mind. Maybe yeah, some, maybe someone else will think about that. Like the decisions to make now mm-hmm. for the, the future. Right. That's, that can be another why, right. Is that when you make a decision, you're not leaving that decision to be made by someone else that you love, right? I mean, that's a pretty amazing why mm-hmm. right there. I am always, in, speaking of my parents, <laughs> we are probably going to empty another box in the attic while, I, mm-hmm. while I'm there because mm-hmm. I want to make those decisions now as opposed to later when I'm cleaning out you know, the house or whatever, who knows on down the line, right? I mean, it's just like, yeah, this, this, this whole decision-making can, can, you know, is just a pretty amazing gift, right. That we can give ourselves. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Betsy and Judith, why don't you tell our, our listeners where they can find you if they want coaching? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, with the no BS weight loss program, uh, Corinne Crabtree, I always just kind of stick it out there. Cause I, I'm, I'm of the mindset that most, most of our listeners found us through that Avenue. So um, I always include that. Betsy. <laughs> yes. Well, I, same thing. No BS. That's where I coach. And I also have an Instagram that I am deciding <laughs> to, <laughs> to post a little bit more regularly at Betsy Kimbrell Coaching. Nice. Okay. Oh, oh, can I get mine on there too? Well, yes. Just, just Judy, J-U-S-T-J-U-D-I-E on Instagram. Okay. And you can find me at soniagreencoaching.com or Sonia underscore green coaching on Instagram. (laughs) Thank you for that, Betsy. Yes. Yes. All right. This was so much fun. Y'all. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, we'll see everybody back next week. Thanks ladies. Bye.